Hello, you guys. What's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy that you are here. Happy freaking August, you guys. When did this happen? I feel like it was January two months ago, and I feel like 2023 is flying by. You know, when you were a kid and all the adults in your life would tell you, oh, you know, like time flies and, you know, all of those like little sayings about how fast life moves and And as a kid, you don't really believe it. I feel like now I'm at that phase where I feel like time will not slow down. I feel like it's going by so quickly. Don't get me wrong. I cannot wait for fall. Like I am itching to bring out my Halloween decorations. But at the same time, I'm like, when did this happen? I feel like I just put it all away. I don't understand. But anyways, that is my long way of saying happy August. And with that being said, August and the end of summer, which again, crazy how, I don't know. That is part of the reason I wanted to discuss what we are going to be talking about today because I know that with the end of summer comes a lot of changes for a lot of people. Some of you are going to be going off to college for the first time. Some of you are going to be leaving college and entering the quote unquote like real world or whatever. (laughs) Some of you are going to be changing jobs. Some of you are just going to be wanting life changes in general and that is why I I wanted to talk about this today. And along with that, I've also noticed a pattern in the What Would Sav Do videos. A lot of times you guys ask questions about moving. And I feel like because I am someone who recently went through a moving experience in September, it'll be two years from when I moved to Nashville. I do feel like I have a leg to stand on in this conversation because I feel like I have experienced firsthand and I know that I've experienced firsthand a lot of the things that you guys may be a little bit anxious about or some of the questions that you have or, you know, just things, pointers, guidance, whatever I can give, I am here for it. So that is what we are going to be talking about today. And before any of you who are not moving decide that this is not the episode for you, just I encourage you to wait it out a little bit because we are going to be talking about you know, moving in this episode and the feelings that come along with that. But we'll also be talking about, you know, making friends as an adult. We're going to be talking about getting yourself settled, getting your space how you like it. And there's other things in this episode that may apply to you, even if you are not moving. So I encourage you to just stick around a little bit. But with that being said, let's jump right on into it. So As I mentioned, there are a lot of ways and reasons for a move to occur. You know, that could be whether or not you're going to college, that could be, you know, you had a career change, or again, just a simple life change. You want something different. And it doesn't matter how far away you move, whether that's you move across the country, across the world, or across town. I don't think it really matters. A move is a move in my mind, and it can be very daunting sometimes. And I do feel like whether or not the move is in your control, a lot of times I feel like our biggest fear 
and our biggest anxiety in that move is the fear of the unknown. You know, when we are in our zone and in our space, we've established our routines. We know what makes us comfortable. We know what we're going to do when we wake up in the morning. We know who we're going to hang out with on the weekends. We know, you know, we know what we're going to be doing. But a lot of times, you know, and first of all, I think I do need to disclaim that and say that there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to change. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to put yourself in a quote unquote uncomfortable situation. However, I think sometimes, and this was my mindset when I was going through the moving process and finally decided that I was just going to do it. You know, for me, I decided that I didn't want to be comfortable anymore. My life was meant for more than just being comfortable. And obviously there's parameters to that. Okay. And I think you guys understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know, completely change your life. I'm just, you know, for me, my mindset was I wanted something different. I wanted something that was going to challenge me. You know, I was so comfortable in San Diego, which we're going to get to my ordeal in a second, but I was so comfortable in San Diego for the longest time. I knew it like the back of my hand. I still do. But for me, I knew that I had expired my time there. There was nothing left for me there. There was no, you know, I had, I'd reached my limit. And for me, I knew the only way I was going to really grow and evolve as a person is if I removed myself from the comfortability of what I've always known before. And that is why I decided to move to Nashville. And again, I know that there's a lot of anxiety that comes with it. The anxieties of the what ifs and how is life going to be? What is it going to be like? How am I going to, you know, get myself established, get myself settled? How am I going to find friends? There's a lot of what ifs that come with it, but we are going to dive all into it. But again, I do want to kind of backtrack a little bit and tell you what my process was in moving so you kind of understand where I'm coming from throughout this episode. So I've lived or I used to live in San Diego from 2012 to 2021. And before that, before 2012, I was born and raised in Connecticut. And I lived there for my entire life, lived in the same house until I was 15 years old. And then we moved to San Diego. And then after that, obviously moved to Nashville. And I was in San Diego for 10 years. And obviously San Diego is amazing. Like I will never be able to say anything bad about it. It's San Diego. Like Come on. But for me, you know, I found myself in a very mundane, repetitive cycle after a while. I had gone to high school in San Diego. I did go to Belmont for a year in Nashville, but honestly, I don't really count that because the amount of times that I went home, like you go home for like months at a time when you're in college for breaks and stuff. So I don't really count it as a full year of being away. I would say I was probably away for like eight or nine months maximum. So I don't really count it. But again, you know, for me, I had just gotten into this mundane cycle and it was repetitive. And again, I felt like I had reached my expiration date in San Diego. I felt like I wasn't going to evolve as a person there anymore. And I always refer to it as like the Squidward method or the Squidward effect. And it's that episode in SpongeBob. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Is that episode in SpongeBob where Squidward is like he moves to this like utopia land. And at first he's like so excited. It's so great. And then you slowly see day after day how he feels more and more just unfulfilled and he feels like things are repetitive. He does the same thing every single day. And ultimately, spoiler alert, he just decides that it was very unfulfilling and he didn't want to be there. And even though it was great and perfect, he knew that 
it just wasn't for him. And so that was kind of the point that I had reached in my life in San Diego. As much as I had loved it, none of my friends lived there anymore. You know, my brother was moving to LA. I was still living at home. I was living with my family. But again, it just wasn't for me at that point. So that is when I decided to move to Nashville. And I will say I was very lucky when deciding to move to Nashville, because for me, it wasn't like I moved here not knowing a single soul. I moved here at a time where both of my sisters live here. I have collectively four nieces and nephews who live here. I have my aunt and uncle. I have a cousin. You know, I have family here. And to me, that was a big deciding factor when deciding to move to Nashville, because to me, it felt like the easiest transition, right? Like even though I had zero friends, not a single friend, I had family. And to me, that was very, very comforting. And that is part of the reason, really the main reason I moved to Nashville over anything else. And also I had a little bit of familiarity, just a tad, because I did live here for those months that I was here during my first year at Belmont. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. But even so, like even having family here, I did not know a single person, put my family aside. I did not know a single person. I moved into my apartment by myself. I had zero friends, not a single friend. And it was the first time that I was doing any, like pretty much everything on my own. I've always been someone who likes my own space. I truly, I cherish it. I value it so, so heavily. But I think we can all agree that even though we might like being alone, there is a difference between being alone and feeling lonely. And that was something that I was very worried about because even though I have family here, I was very worried that I was going to end up feeling lonely. I was in this, you know, apartment by myself in a city that I didn't know. You know, I moved directly downtown. If you've ever been to downtown Nashville, then you know it's madness all the time. And I did that strategically. I did that because I wanted to be surrounded by people. I wanted to feel like there was hustle and bustle going on going on around me at all times. So I didn't feel super lonely, if that makes sense. And for me personally, the biggest challenge when I moved was friends. We have talked about this before. One of the first episodes that we did of My Thoughts Exactly was about making friends as an adult because it is such a difficult thing that no one talked about 
until like a year ago. Like this conversation was like taboo for so long. Like people just didn't really talk about it. And, you know, for me, I have been incredibly introverted my entire life. I have horrible social anxiety when I am put into groups and crowds of people that I do not know. Like I, I hate crowds. I hate, (laughs) I hate groups of people. If it's too crowded, I do not want to go. So moving to a new city where I didn't have any friends, that's kind of my worst nightmare because in order to make friends and meet people, you do kind of have to put, you know, that anxiousness to the side and just say, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to try. I'm going to make friends. I'm going to meet my people. And that was the mindset in the very, very beginning. And also another thing is I work from home. Obviously, I work from home and I don't have coworkers around me. I don't have people, you know, that are in my work environment that could then turn into my social setting and then I could meet friends through them. Like that was non-existent for me. And I do know for some people, like that's entirely where and how they make their friends is through their coworkers. But for me, that was just completely out the window because again, I did not know anyone and I don't have any co-workers in Nashville because I work from home. So it just wasn't in the cards. And a lot of times when I would talk to people before I moved, whether that was friends who lived in San Diego or family, a lot of them were like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to do it? Like it was an impossible task of moving to a new city without knowing anyone. And for me, I was just always, you know, I was just going to figure it out. I was going to figure it out along the way, which was very unlike me, by the way, because I'm someone who is a planner. I'm such a heavy planner. So for me to be like, I'm going to figure it out that sentence is usually not in my vocabulary but at the time there was really nothing else that I could do so that was the reality of it and when it comes to friends here's what I've learned this is what I've learned about friendships when you move making quality friendships and finding quality people is going to take some time you cannot rush that process there are plenty of ways that you can make friends as an adult even though it is hard it is doable and all it takes is just a little bit more initiative right when you're in college or when you're in high school like you're put into groups you know you're put into social scenarios where you're kind of forced to make friends and it just naturally happens that way but when you're an adult and you're you know doing your own thing you're living your own life like how are you supposed to make friends in that environment and even though again it is challenging it's also very doable regardless if you're like me and you're a very introverted person or not you just have to have the patience is what I've learned because like When you first move somewhere, you will go through several friends. It is going to take some time before you really find your quality people, your core people. I've been here for about two years. And for me personally, I am just now finding those people. And I love it. It's it's honestly such a rewarding feeling knowing that I have my core friends here. And it's not something that I really thought was going to be possible when I first moved here after kind of being around and surrounded by certain people. I was just like, oh, these are just, you know, very, you know, surface level friendships. I didn't think it was really going to go anything beyond that. And with those people, it didn't. But I did end up finding my core people, which I'm eternally grateful for. I think right now, I and this is again, after about two years of living here, I have about three or four like core quality friends. And I am so okay with that. I know there's some people that like quality over quantity or sorry, no quantity over quality. For me, I'm quality over quantity all the way. So 
just have some patience when it comes to the friend thing because again that may take a lot of time for you that may not but if it does just be okay with that know that it's going to happen so just don't freak out if you you know feel like you can't make friends right away and i know that we've also like in that first i think it was like the second or third my thoughts exactly episode that we did in that episode we talked about different ways that you can make friends one of those is bumble bff we've talked about this a lot i'm a huge huge advocate for this because that is how I met like my initial friends in Nashville. I've met I think probably like four or five people from that app and they're all amazing. Like truthfully, I've met some really, really amazing people from that app. And what I will say, here's my little tip for you. If you know that you're moving somewhere, let's say you're moving somewhere in a month, I would download the app and I would set your location to wherever you're moving to. And I would put in your bio, you know, like I'm moving in a month, but just kind of want to get ahead start just want to you know lock in some dinner dates or whatever like whatever you want to say I would do that because then once you get there you'll be able to feel like you already have things waiting for you you'll be able to feel like you aren't completely alone you know I've met I think two or three people from that app that when I met them they were like oh yeah I moved in like last week and it was wild because for me I'm someone that needs a lot of time but I think that that's such a cool way to do it because it really sets yourself up for success in the friend department because it's not like once you get there, you're just like twiddling your thumbs and like staring at the ceiling, like you're being proactive about it. So I think that that's a really, really smart way to go about it. Another way to make friends as an adult and another way to get that ball kind of rolling is to find friends that have common interests as you. And you're going to sit there and you'll be like, Sav, how do I find friends that have common interests as me? Let me tell you, that could be a yoga class, a Pilates class, any sort of workout class. Let's say you hate working out. Let's do a cooking class or a paint and sip class. There's so many places and little activities that you can do that people your age and people with your similar interests are going to be at. And even though you might be uncomfortable, even though you might not want to say hi first, Honestly, it goes a long way. Like, let's say you're at a Pilates class and you're waiting in the waiting room and there's a girl there that's like your age or seems like nice. I don't know. Just say hi. Just say it. Because here's the thing. In our minds, we hype these situations up to be way more than they actually are. So that's the first reality of the fact. But also the second reality is we're all in the same boat together. All of us are just trying to navigate life. All of us are just trying to feel a little bit better and more confident and want to, you know, be around nice people. No one is going to think you're strange or weird or be like, that was a really bizarre scenario or situation. If you are a kind person, just saying hi to someone, like just starting a conversation, that's how the ball is going to get rolling in those scenarios. So if you are the outgoing type, or even if you're not, I really do encourage you to try and get yourself out of that bubble a little bit because you never know what will come from it. You can meet your best friends that way. So that is my second tip for you. My third tip for you is as I've mentioned, this whole like making friends as an adult thing really was not or at least I wasn't aware of it. I didn't see it. I feel like the conversation wasn't as at the forefront until quite recently, but I feel like now more people are trying and beginning to understand that, 
you know, making friends as an adult is hard. So because of that, I feel like, and I've seen myself with my own two eyes, there are now plenty of Facebook groups that you can join or there's different groups. I know there's apps for some of them. There are so many little like meetup groups that you can find, whether that's on Facebook or again, there's, I don't remember specifically what the app is called, but I do know that especially for Nashville, there is an app, I'm pretty sure. So you go on there, you join the group, and then you'll be able to either host your own little meetup, whether that's at like a bar or a restaurant or if you guys want to go see a movie like you'll create your little circles there and that's a great way and if you don't want to do it yourself then you can just tag along on one that's already happening you know that's also a very like not intimidating way to meet new people and meet new friends I think that that is a really really cool idea that people are starting to do and I think it's really encouraging it doesn't take a lot of effort in terms of initiating you know plans or anything because the plan is already there all you have to do is show up so I think that that's a really really good strategy too So those are like my top three ways to make friends and to initiate that process. But again, I think that something that's important to note in the journey of meeting friends is that this will constantly be an evolving process process. The friends that I started with when I moved here are not the same friends that I still have. And that is okay. I actually prefer it that way. And as an adult, something that I've noticed is that like, I'm not going to have like one click of friends. And if you do, that's great. Like if that's you, then that's awesome. But for me personally, I don't have like my one click. It's like you have several friends from different groups and you meet different people, different walks of life, and they might not be the same types of people that you would normally hang out with back home or at school or whatever. I would just say keep a very open mind when it comes to friends because you might be surprised about who you actually end up vibing with. So just keep an open mind about it. So that really is the friend journey. And while, you know, the moving process, it has a lot of different facets to it. One of them is friendship. Another big one, if not the most important one, and I personally think it's the most important one, and that is the journey of you, the journey of yourself, your own personal involvement, your own growth, being able to move into a new environment, even though it is scary, it is honestly such an amazing opportunity for you to be able to learn so much more about yourself. Personally, I've never evolved more as a human than I did in the year that I lived by myself. Like the first year that I moved to Nashville, like I learned so much about myself. I learned more about my likes, my dislikes, my personality. And you might be like, Savannah, that's dramatic. But like, truthfully, I feel like I was able to really get in touch with myself. I was able to understand myself better. And you really learn to rely on yourself because when you're out there and you're living and you're doing the thing, like you really only have yourself to rely on in that situation because no one else is going to do it for you. No one else is going to have your back like you do. So finding beauty in the everyday parts of life with yourself, I think that it is incredible. You're going to be spending a lot of time with yourself, especially in the beginning. If you do not know anyone, you're going to be spending a lot of time by yourself. And even though that might be daunting for some people, it can truly be so, so amazing. And you will be able to understand and know yourself on a more deeper level than you probably ever ever expected. And one of the main things that I like to tell people personally, if they say that they are moving and they want tips or, you know, whatever it is, 
My biggest piece of advice is always decorating your space and making it your own, making it as cozy and comfy and decorating it exactly how you want it, like exactly how you want it, because you want to be able to feel at home. You want to be able to feel comfortable in your space. There's going to be a lot of moving parts. There's going to be a lot of things that are happening that are going to be different for you. But one of the things that I think is really important is having a safe landing spot to come back to and something that's going to make you feel grounded, make you feel secured. Because again, this is all very new territory, but if you could have a spot that makes you feel very safe, I think that that is incredibly, incredibly important. And again, whether you're moving or not, it is a perfect opportunity to revamp your aesthetic, change your aesthetic, you know, decorate it differently, put colors in there or take colors out, whatever you want to do. If you're someone like me who usually likes neutrals, more like beiges and whites and blacks and stuff, you know, throw a pop of color in there or just do whatever you want. I don't know. That's what I did. I threw some pops of color here and there and it was just fun. And it was fun to decorate a space that was mine. And like, you know, even if you have roommates or whatever, being able to create your room, you know, your room, your space, your vibe. I think it's really important because a big part of that is that when you are in a new space, you're bringing in new energy and you want to make sure you're surrounded by good, calming, positive So that is what I have to say about that. Now, another thing that I want to talk about is that there were several times throughout my moving process, especially in the beginning, where I looked to myself and I thought, what the heck did I just do? Because there was a lot of doubt in the beginning, not too much doubt, but it definitely creeped up here and there at the times where I felt the most uncomfortable. But what I didn't realize at the time is that the times that I was sitting there being like, what the heck did I just do? Those were the times that I was growing the most. Those were the times that I was evolving the most because I was just mainly forcing myself to sit in my uncomfortability and just face it. And again, when I say uncomfortability, it's it's not physical, you know, it's all, it's mental, it's challenging, but it's nothing you can't handle. It's nothing you can't do. And for me, being someone who's always been so afraid of change her entire life, once I got into my apartment, I realized how real everything was and I was like oh no 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 like what did I do I want to go back to my little bedroom in San Diego and I love it there and I know it there and this is different but again the times that I was doubting and the times that I was questioning those were the times where the most growth and evolving came from and again a lot of those moments too came from frustration frustration of why don't I have everything figured out already you know I feel like I've been here for two weeks I should have it all settled now no you have to cut yourself a little bit of slack and give yourself a little bit of grace on this one it is going to take some time It is quite literally impossible and such a heavy expectation to put on yourself to have your group of friends, get your job all set up, get your living space all set up, find your routine, find your spots. It's impossible to do that in a few days, in a few weeks, sometimes even a few months or however long it takes you. Just know that it's your own personal process that you're going through and it's going to be okay. In those moments of frustration, you have to give yourself a little bit of grace because it's frust- because a lot of times we feel frustrated that we don't have it figured out yet but you will you just have to have the patience because honestly you guys something that I realized when I left my last apartment was I didn't really feel settled 
like until my lease was up my first year. I'm not saying that that's going to happen to you. I think that I definitely played a part in why I didn't feel settled. And I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to get adjusted, to feel comfortable again, and to feel like you are in your own space to create your own life. And that is going to take time. So just give yourself a little bit of breathing room when it comes to that. And something that I really recommend to kind of expedite that process a little bit and something that I really lacked during my first year of being in Nashville was the fact that I really didn't take advantage of exploring where I lived, exploring the city, exploring different spots, whether that be, you know, going to different restaurants or bars or parks or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, I just did not explore the environment. And in turn, it really delayed the process of feeling like I knew my surroundings of feeling comfortable with the city in itself. And I think that I just created a lot of habits that if I could go back, I would have changed. You know, we talk about it a lot, like just taking yourself out on little dates, whether that's going to dinner by yourself, taking yourself out to lunch, taking yourself on a walk at a new park. Like there's so many different ways that you can do that and that you can explore the city without needing someone right there with you, whether that be a friend or a partner or whatever. Like, cause I know there's some of you sitting there being like, Spana, how am I supposed to explore my city if I have no one to explore it with? Well, this is the beauty of being able to find your independence and really learn a lot about yourself. And I know some people don't like it, but honestly, I love doing things by myself. I love taking myself out to dinner or taking myself out for a coffee or whatever it is. I just think it's fun. And I think that I just created a habit in the very beginning of not pushing myself and not challenging myself. Like I was always door dashing. I would always door dash, always, you know, Instacart. I was not going anywhere if I didn't have to. Granted, I lived in a very like I lived in a real, like a, uh, the apartment that I lived in, it was so difficult to leave and come back every time. Cause again, it was right downtown. So I was always, you know, thinking that I was doing myself a favor by just, you know, ordering everything and not ever going anywhere. But in reality, I think I was doing myself a disservice because I just wasn't allowing myself to, you know, explore my surroundings as much as I wish I did. Because even now there's still times I drive past my old apartment all the time and I'm like, oh my God, there's a new coffee shop or not even new. It was there when I was there, but I just never took the time to go and explore it. But regardless, we are getting there now. I'm doing it now. But I think that that is something that I wish I knew and wish I just kept more in mind of when I first moved, you know, just taking the initiative to explore. With all of that being said, I think the biggest piece of advice that I could give you is that it's going to be okay. You know, I think that there's a lot of stress that comes along with big life changes, big life decisions. I feel like a lot of us in this little community that we have are anxious and fearful of change. And if that's not you, give us pointers. I would love to know because I know I did a poll so long ago about change and you like I think it was like 98% of you said that you also had, you know, an uncomfortability around the idea of change. And I think for a lot of people, it's very scary. And I think that whether that be you're going to college or you're going to live in your first apartment or, you know, whatever the case may be, it comes with a lot of fear of the unknown. But I think what's really important to remember is that you're going to be okay because if I could do it literally me you can do it you can totally do it and I think I always tell my friends 
anyone I can, whoever says, you know, I'm debating on moving, you know, within the right reasons, you know, anyone who ever says that I always encourage them to do it just because I think that you gain so much life experience, you gain so much perspective, you learn so many life lessons. I truthfully can't fathom what my life would be like if I did not move. I would not have my boyfriend. I would not have my dog. I would not have the life that I love. I would not know my friends. Like it was scary in the beginning, but I would do it all over again if that meant that I would still get to end up where I'm at right now. And you just have to have faith and trust the process and trust that everything happens for a reason and that it's all going to play out the way that it's supposed to, because it can be filled with a lot of doubt and a lot of again those moments of what did I get myself into but it's so important to remember that like in those moments of like I'm ready to just like pack it up those are the moments where you really need to stick it through because you're it's just it's going to get better I promise you and it's 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 an exciting time I feel like a lot of times our fear and our doubt and our anxiousness can mask the true excitement that the moment should really be about and just give yourself the time and give yourself you know the grace and patience to get comfortable and to get settled and know that you don't have to have everything figured out right now you don't have to have everything figured out right away you know this can be a stepping stone to the next point you know whatever your reason is just give yourself some patience with it and know that even though the process can be daunting and scary and like it comes with a lot of moving parts it's going to be okay in the end and that you are going to be okay you're going to find friends you're going to find your people you're going to find your places the places that you love to go you're going to set your own routine up you're going to find a schedule it's going to all fall into place and if you're someone like me who works from home because to me I can't really speak to the people who you know don't work from home but if you do I think what's very very crucial in a time like this is to create a schedule it's very very important to create some sort of schedule the schedule is going to change it's going to change but starting out giving yourself a schedule so it gives you some structure because you throw yourself into a new city not knowing anyone you're going to be, you're, it's going to feel overwhelming. And finding structure in that is really, really important. So giving yourself some structure within the chaos, I highly recommend. And it doesn't even need to be like crazy structure. It could be like at 8 a.m. I'm going to the gym, 9 a.m. I'm grabbing coffee, 10 a.m. I'm starting my work day. You know, write out what you need to get done. Write out your schedule because again, it's going to help create structure and it's not going to feel as daunting and overwhelming. Same as if you don't work from home. I think that that's a really good idea too. If you don't work from home, it's kind of nice because you have a little bit of built-in structure already. But overall point in that is that it's going to feel a little bit overwhelming but it's going to be the most rewarding thing you've done. And even if let's say in a year you hate it, let's say you hate it, nothing is permanent. You can change. You can go somewhere else. You can completely uproot again if you want to. That's the beauty of it. If you really truly are not happy, you can change it. But I think it's really important to give yourself the gift But I I just think it's important to give yourself the gift of change sometimes and allow yourself to evolve and grow. And it's, you know, you're supposed to be selfish with yourself. And I just think that that 
is what you need to remember. So I hope this was a little bit of help for you guys. And if you have any more questions on the moving topic, let me know. Maybe we can do like a part two to this at some point. But yeah, with that being said, you guys, that is all for me today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. That way you never miss an episode. We post every Thursday. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one. I'll see you there. Bye, guys. Bye.